Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Hugh the Boss and Mars. Yo, 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 yo. Listen, welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. Listen, I'm by myself today. My exclusive partner had something very important to do today. So Mars won't be here today. It's Q by itself today. But today, we're talking about a special topic. And I actually love this topic. It's called teamwork. And the thing about teamwork, a lot of people don't understand, is teamwork makes the dream work. For those who agree, you know, let me get a round of applause. Because the truth of the matter is, a lot of people really don't know how to work together. And... What I'm seeing in society today is a lot of people aren't getting to magnitudes or great levels because they don't understand the power of teamwork. See, me, I've learned the power of teamwork. You know, and um, one thing I've learned that a lot of people don't know about teamwork, and I want to talk about these things. I have a couple subjects that I actually want to go through with you guys about teamwork that I've learned along my journey. One thing I've learned is people don't know their role. And I'm going to tell the truth. A lot of people don't know their role. See, you have a lot of people trying to step on each other's feet. And they're in competition with each other. See, the thing about knowing your role is always understanding that he may be the scorer, but my job may be to get the rebounds. Why don't you work on being the best rebounder that you possibly could be and stop complaining about not scoring? See, that's the problem with a lot of people. See, a lot of times when you dealing with a, a team, there's always that one person that wants a different role, but the role isn't really for them. There's a saying, and, and I love the saying, it says that if you don't know how to steer the boat, chances are some people will kill the captain trying to steer the boat because they want to be the captain. See, that's not your role. What if your role is, your role is to set the sails or just to navigate? You know, but your role is not to steer. But yet and still, people still trying to steer because they want the, the role of someone else. You know, when you understand and building a team, you have to be conscious of what role you fit in and be confident in your role. Because the truth of the matter is, I'm going to give you an analogy and a logic. I remember one time I went to Target, right? And this is when I first started off as a businessman. I wanted to see and understand different outlooks and understanding of business. So I went to Target. And when I went to Target, I was like, man, there's no shopping carts, right? All the carts was in the parking lot. There was no shopping carts in the store. When I went into Target, initially I went in and they spent like $400. But being that they didn't have no carts, I ended up spending about $20, $30. So Target lost about $370 from me because of the fact that I didn't have a cart. At that moment, I learned as a businessman, imagine if the cart guy didn't exist, the guy that brings back the carts. So now you're stopping uh, the, the clients from purchasing or the consumers from purchasing what they need to purchase because you don't see the value in the guy that bring in the carts. See, every business and every team has positions and roles, but people still get caught up in other roles because it's not the most prominent or the most glorified position. You know, of course, management sounds better than the cashier. Of course, uh, 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 um, supervisor sounds better than the cart collector. 
It does. We're going to just call it what it is. But the reality of all things is every role is needed to make sure that that business flows and runs. See, when you don't understand this, you tend to get caught up in what, what, who, who's more prominent, who's not more prominent. That's not a good thing for when you're dealing with a team. Team is about sacrifice. A lot of people don't understand the value of sacrificing. See, my goal is never to, to look like we win in a championship. My, team, my, cha- my, t- my, my goal is to make sure my team is actually winning a championship. See, we ain't in here trying to celebrate looking like we winning. We actually trying to run these numbers up and build an empire. But everyone understands that everyone is needed and they play a part. See, when you understand that, you know, you look at it like most people will say, okay, Q may be the voice, but Tyler may be the guy that makes sure all media runs. You know, uh, uh, Chris makes sure that everything else flows what we need to be done. Everything has a role in a position, and it's needed, and it's warranted just as value, valuable as the person that's speaking. My team is what make me look better than what I am because of the fact that I understand I need them. See, I'm not ashamed to tell my guys that I need you. And the reason being is when you're trying to build an empire, a king could never be a king without a village. Let's just say that straight. A king could never be a king without a village. See, like, 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 we talk about videos. We need, we need, we do reels, right? We do a lot of reels. And when you do reels, that's not me. There's no way I'm physically taping myself and actually doing both things at the same time. So when you understand that this guy's needed for this, this guy's needed for that, this guy's needed for that. Now you understand the philosophy and the ideology of a team. But a lot of times, when a person has a smaller role, a lot of people don't respect the person that has a smaller role. I'm going to tell you something playing sports. I played sports my whole life. And I'm going to tell you something. At times, the most valuable teammate I ever had was the guy that was clapping for me on my bench. I'm going to tell you something. There are moments when I was in the game and I was nervous and my teammates clapping for me and applauding me even when I mess up it still will applaud me and still build up my spirits those were the most valuable teammates to me because they didn't just praise me when I did something good they also praised me when I did something bad basically telling me and giving me the strength to do more see a lot of people look at um the lower roles as not needed I disagree with those statements you know I think a lot of people need to eliminate their ego. We have a lot of ego. And a lot of people, when they're building a team, there's a lot of ego involved. I don't believe in ego. Ego and in, in, in team can't cohabitate. They can't coexist. When you understand that my team matters all the way around the board, there can't be no ego. I'll go into relationship advice. There are a lot of times that you have husbands who make money, then you have women who make money. They're fighting about who's the alpha or the captain of the team. Every situation, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a friendship, there are roles. When two people can't understand the two roles, there will always be scrutiny and argument because there are two people fighting for the head spot. But when you understand how to delegate and allow someone who is better at something to lead, the relationship will always be better, whether a friendship or whether a relationship. Sometimes you have the, 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 the person who's not good at money trying to lead the money because they feel like the money means the control. But if you're not good at dealing with money, why are you dealing with the money? 
That don't make sense. That team will ultimately fail because of the fact that they're not, they're, they're playing out of position. See, the issue in life is, is when you playing out of position, you automatically putting your team at a hindrance. See, let's look at basketball. There's no reason for your center to be playing point guard. Your center is supposed to be getting rebounds and making sure they protect the other team from scoring at the basket, right? So why is your center on a three-point line? And that's how people are in their teams. Everyone is trying to do the same roles, not realizing that other roles are needed. When a person understands that building a team is how you create a great situation and how you can make yourself get to levels a lot faster. See, this is the logic. Sometimes people really don't get that the cheat code to life is creating a team. Look at this. I watched couples, right? And this is true stories, who didn't have great careers, right? So let's just say, I'm going to use two Spanish people. I'm going to just make up two Spanish names, not being racial. Let's say her name is Maria and say her husband's name is Carlos, right? Let's say Maria works at the laundromat. And let's say Carlos is a roofer, right? In five to ten years, I will see Carlos and Maria own a home. And the reason why Carlos and Maria will own a home, because there's no division. They're working together as a unit. And that's the issue with a lot of people. They don't understand that we got to be a team. Right now, we're in the most highest economical time of our lives, the cost of living. The cost of living has increased so much in a matter of three, three years that people are not seeing the power of unity and working together. I'm listening to men fight against women. I'm listening to women fight against men. But yet and still, we think we're going to get somewhere in life. And I will say this on record, and I say this all the time. If you don't understand that a man needs a woman and a woman needs a man, that means you are sadly mistaken. Because we need each other. Men are utilized for certain reasons. Women are utilized for certain reasons. If there was no need for both sex, God would have just created nothing but unis just universal. There wouldn't be no masculine or feminine. It wouldn't be. We need to reprogram the mentalities of understanding teamwork. I'm listening to couples who have children, and they're talking about the, 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 the problems in the home, but not realizing their kid is having problems because the parents don't know their roles. They're fighting against each other in front of their children. But who does, who, who's the dominant? Who's the more powerful? Who's the leader? I'm going to tell you something, man. Roles can interchange. I know some women who are very alpha. I know some men who are very alpha. But you have to know who you are. I do believe that opposites attract for a reason. I think an alpha male should be with a uh, less, not an alpha female. She can be alpha as far as her career and everything, but two alphas can't cohabitate. It's not meant to be like that. Alpha means one, right? Alpha's an individual, right? So when you look at a woman who's an alpha female, I don't think she really needs an alpha male. I think she needs more of a guy who's more submissive that can understand her alphaness. When a person understands that, then I think it's more prone to have success in a home. Divide and you shall conquer. Right? If we divide the man from the woman, you ultimately get problems. The problems come from allowing two people not to work together. That's an issue. If I have a brother 
And my brother don't understand that we're more powerful if we stand together. What are we doing? We're buying into society's standard. But I'm going to tell you something. Some of the greatest people have accomplished the most by understanding how to create a team. You know what I'm saying? And that's the issue. When you, when you realize that you need to put, build a team, then you learn how to structure your life. See, we all have issues. A lot of people haven't learned how to delegate and allow other people to lead at times. I'm going to tell you something. I remember one time, right, I was in a championship game, and I wanted the last run. I wanted to run the ball. I was a running back for years. And um, I wanted to carry the ball. And in my mind, that was my ego talking, right? My ego was telling me, I want the last touchdown. But then a part of me said, this team knows the ball is coming to me for a fact. So who do you think they're going to key in on? Me. So I said, okay, let me be a teammate at this moment. Let me create a diversion. Make them think the ball is coming to me, but ultimately give the ball to Tyler, and Tyler can run right in the end zone, untouched, unscathed. And the reason why this play worked is because, again, I put my ego aside and said, if I utilize me because I've been doing good all game, I know they're going to key in on me. And sure enough, as the ball snapped, everyone came to me, right? Leaving the other player wide open, ultimately walking into the end zone scoring a touchdown. See, these things work. Because of the fact that, or this play actually worked because I was able to get away from my ego. I was able to say, what is the best job or best decision for the team? I put away my ego. You know, ego has killed a lot of kings and queens. A lot of them. And I'm going to be honest with you. I've seen sisters work against each other and not understanding that they're strong if they work together. But yet and still, Sister A don't want to work with Sister B. Sister A is struggling, and so is Sister B. But if Sister A and B came together and purchased a home together, Sister A and Sister B will actually have a better situation. Now, Sister A can have the upstairs of the house. Sister B can have the downstairs in the house. And they both have their own space. And yet and still, the money's staying in one home, and they're actually building something called equity. But these two sisters are working against each other, not understanding that they're only hindering and hurting themselves. And that's the realities of life. You know, we have to learn how to create structure and understand that life is about creating structure. Everything needs structure. You know, if you don't understand that, your life has to have structure. One thing I tell people all the time, and I want everyone to get this and hear this very well, I'm going to keep it real with you, and I want you to hear this very well. A motivated person is, is nothing. The reality of all things, a disciplined person will outperform a, a, a motivated person. Motivation is like, is like the stock market. It goes up, it goes down. That's the stock market. But a disciplined person 
only trajectories up because of the fact that they've disciplined themselves so long that they become the character that they want to be. For instance, a person that gets up consistently every day will outperform a person who doesn't. Fact. A person that is always uh, in a gym consistently and don't look for motivation because the, the, the first of the year is coming, usually most people who create New Year's resolutions, they fall off. <laughs> New Year's resolutions, to me, are a joke. And the reason why I say New Year's resolutions are a joke, because you shouldn't be looking for the first of the year to do something that you should be doing today for yourself that's going to benefit your today self. Yet and still, you want to create a New Year's resolution to do something that you should be doing today and giving yourself a pass all the way into the New Year. It shouldn't be a new year that's making you move. It should be your discipline. It should be your consistency. It should be your urges. It should be your wants. It should be your willingness to get up with your behind and say, yo, I need to do something today and not wait for tomorrow. The people that are continuously waiting for tomorrow will never get to tomorrow because they're going to keep saying tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes because they will ultimately say tomorrow the next day. Every day they will give themselves another excuse. And this is people. See, that's a human mentality. Humans that lack structure and, and understand roles tend to lose in life. I'm going to tell you something, and this is truth. A disciplined person, again, will outperform a motivated person. And I've seen it. Talent will always lose to a disciplined person because talent gets comfortable. Let's look at an analogy. You have the tortoise in the hair. Everyone knows the tortoise is slower than the hare, by far. One of my favorite stories as a child is the tortoise and the hare. I've always seen myself as the tortoise, but I looked at myself as a very disciplined person. I look at the hare as the people that was very uh, uh, bookwormy, the people that was very smart, the people that got it very easy, the people that were born with gifts. See, I'm going to tell you something. Just because you were born with a gift doesn't mean you should come to get comfortable. Because again, talent will outperform, the disciplined people will outperform the talent because the talent gets comfortable and complacent. So again, getting back to the story with the tortoise in the hair, when you look at the tortoise in the hair, the tortoise, he just kept moving along, moving along, moving along, moving along. This is what he did his whole, the whole race. So as the gun went off, the hair took off, pew, started running fast, right? He left the tortoise behind. The tortoise never worried about how fast he was. The tortoise never worried about how far the hare got. Notice that. The tortoise stuck to his race and kept at its pace. So as you look now, right, the tortoise eventually passed the hare. And when it passed the hare, the hare got up and looked and was like, oh, my God. He tried to hurry up and catch up, right? But as the tortoise kept running his race, he eventually beat the hare. And it happens every day. You have people who are very talented, but they're very lazy. I'm going to tell you something. Lazy and talent is like a plague. It's a sickness. Because you're basically spitting in the face of God. And I'm going to tell you why you're spitting in the face of God. Because God has blessed you with a talent 
but yet and still you don't want to monetize on the fact that you was gifted. And then you have people who aren't gifted, who wish they were gifted, and they wish they can have the, the skill set you have, the photographic memories, the, 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 the fact that you can read a book and memorize everything and understand all the information. Because some people are very intelligent, highly intelligent, but they're not intelligent enough to understand that they're the reason why they're losing. So you can have a very talented person who don't understand that they're the reason why they're losing. Because they don't see that you have to learn how to delegate. A lot of people in business never get to levels because they don't understand that you have to delegate. You can't be the content creator, the creator, the, the social media presence, the, the, the writer, the author. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on. These are too many jobs. You're going to burn out. The videographer, the photographer, the podcast, you will eventually burn out. And a lot of people have burnt out. And the reason why they burnt out, because they don't understand there's a difference between doing whatever it takes to win and consistently doing whatever it is to make them lose. Let me say that one more time. There's a big difference between doing whatever it takes to win and doing these consistent things that's making you lose. A lot of people don't understand the definition of insanity. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing every day, but expecting different results. Would you agree? There are a lot of people who wake up every day, and they're plagued by the fact that they think, if I did the same loser things I did yesterday, I'm going to have greater results today. Listen to that logic. That logic doesn't even make sense. If I do the same loser things I did yesterday, I'm going to have better results today. You got to be a fool to think like that. I'm just going to call it what it is. You have to have a mentality of a loser. See, I'm going to tell you on record. People always talk about the word bum. A bum is not a bum because they don't have. A bum is a bum because of their mentality. A bum always looks for the easy way. A bum always makes excuses. A bum is always the victim. A bum is always not willing to do what it takes to surpass or grow. A bum will always never challenge themselves. And anytime you challenge a bum, they will tell you things like, I grew up without my father. My life was hard. This is a bum mentality. By you allowing yourself to be the victim, you're basically saying to yourself that you're destined to be at your level. Listen when I say again, I want you to hear this very, very well, guys, and listen to this very good. I'm dropping a bomb for you right now. The bum creates a mentality that gives them an excuse on why they should lose. And here's the problem. As a person thinks like a bum, they allow themselves to believe they're supposed to only be at a level because they accepted the level by giving themselves an excuse at why they're at the level. So the reason why they're at the level is because they keep giving themselves an excuse on why they're at the level, such as my mother wasn't there, my dad wasn't there, my mom didn't show me how to save, I grew up in the hood, I, I, I didn't know how to read. Yo, there are millionaires who can't read. Floyd Mayweather ain't the greatest reader, but yet and still he's doing really well because he understands money and he understands success. So I'm going to tell you something. Whether you like it or not, success speaks the same level as people that are successful. They all speak the same language. Losers speak the same language as losers. 
Losers are the ones who sit around and talk about people rather than talking about the things that should be talking about in order to build their lives to be better. But yet and still, we'll sit around and have conversations about people talking the negative but not realizing that that's the reason why you're losing because all you're doing is talking about people who aren't winning because it makes you feel better about yourself. It's called ego. It's called pride. A lot of people are so prideful to ask for help when they don't realize by asking, not asking for help is what's actually keeping you at your level. See, when I realized the power of my team, it was the moment I started going this way. My trajectories changed. Why? Because I learned how to delegate and stop being so egotistical. I needed a cameraman. I got a cameraman. I needed a guy that runs the podcast. Chris doing an amazing job. Tyler's doing an amazing job. Keep going. You got Boy Stray. You got Kinsey. My team helps me structure everything so therefore it makes my job easier. So when I come on this live, it's easier for me to talk because of the fact that I got to worry about my role. My role is to have the information. My role is to be able to speak. My role is to be able to articulate myself and make everything I'm saying make sense. But my team job is to do to others. See, when you use each other's strengths, right, it makes you that much stronger. I'm going to tell you something. When you understand that you are limited, no man or no woman is an island. No man or no woman is an island. Let me say that one more time. I don't think y'all understand what I mean by that. No man or no woman is an island. And when you understand that you're not an island, you realize that means you are flawed. That means you have weaknesses. That means you should be putting people around you who offset your weaknesses. Meaning, if you know you're inconsistent, you should be looking for a teammate who is consistent. If you know you tend to be lazy, you should find people who aren't lazy. I'm going to break something down to you. There are tons of people every day who go to the gym, right? They choose a personal trainer not because they don't know how to work out, but they know they're not going to hold themselves accountable. So they choose a personal trainer because the personal trainer holds them accountable. So it's tons of people who understand that I need this coach because this coach is going to hold me accountable even when I'm not. So that's a very smart person because they realize their weaknesses. When you learn that you have weaknesses, you're able to change your weaknesses because of the fact that, one, the step to any program and it's accepting that you have a problem. And people can't accept that they have problems. They can't tell themselves the truth. So many people regurgitate lies every day to the point the mind takes on a lie like this and it believes its own garbage. The more you tell yourself a lie, the more the mind will believe it. And the sad thing about it, the, the lie becomes so truthful because your mind becomes adamant about the lie to the point where it believes it because the mind don't know if it's false or if it's truth because you've said the lie so many times. That's the issue with lying. And the more you lie to yourself, the more you become that lie. There are tons of people who walk earth every day and they don't want to understand that they're the reason why they're losing. They're the reason they're losing. And I'm going to tell you something. Another thing a lot of people are not understanding and the reason why they're losing is because they can't take criticism. I'm going to tell you something on record. How are you going to be successful if you, you can't even take criticism? You don't want to hear no one's opinion. How are you going to win? See, I'm going to tell you something. The hardest thing in life is to take yourself out of yourself and look at yourself and see what you're doing. 
Sometimes the people that's staring at you every day can see things that's bad about you 10 times faster than you can see because sometimes you don't see what you're doing is wrong. So if you're not willing to listen to your team tell you that this is wrong or you're making poor choices, how are you going to get to them levels? So you got to be logical. Teamwork make the dream work. Eliminating your ego. Being able to listen to other people's opinions. This is what makes you a great teammate. Some people cannot listen to other people's opinions. I'm going to tell you something. The cheat code to life is finding a team and, and building it up. Group economics is a cheat code to life. A lot of people don't believe in that thing. But group economics is the cheat code to life. There's a, there's a, there's a millennial word for this word. I grew up hearing group economics. The new word is crowdfunding. What is the difference? What is the difference? The whole concept is pooling your money together and make it grow together and be able to bust moves faster. I'll break down a quick logic. Let's just say I need 100K, right? And let's, let's use this. Tyler, Chris, my guys here, my audience. Let's just say I need $100,000. I want you guys to answer this question. I need 100K. Let's say I can only save $10,000 a year. How many years will it take me to save up $100,000. Again, let me say this one more time. If I can save $10,000 a year, how many years would it take me to save $100K? I'm going to give you a second. I want you guys to, I want to see what you guys got to say. How many years would it take me to save $100,000 if I can only save $10,000 a year? I see one person answered it. I see another person answered it. Give me one more person to answer this question. The, the answer to this question is 10 years. Somebody said a decade. Somebody said too long. They're all right. And I'm happy everybody on my live is right. 10 years. Now listen to the logic. And I'm going to break down numbers and money now. And this is where I get busy with mines. The problem with waiting 10 years to save up 100K is 100,000 ain't going to be worth 100,000 anymore. 100,000 won't be worth 100,000 anymore. That's the problem. It's going to be worth less in 10 years. 100K won't be worth 100K in 10 years. So if it takes you 10 years to save up $100,000, your 100,000 ain't even worth 100,000. So guess what just happened? Your goalpost just got moved further. So the touchdown was, it was 10 years away. Now your touchdown is another 10 years away. Because now you need more money. And I'm going to tell you something. The problem with our understanding that is, if it was me, I would save $10,000 in a year and find nine other people, right, to do this business with, ultimately speeding up my process by nine years. So if I can save $10,000, I can find 10 people who can save $10,000, that sounds like $100,000 in a year to me, Right? But here's the problem. I saved up 10000 My non-partner saved up 10000 I sped my process up nine years, right? Now watch this. That 100000 that we just saved saved me nine years. I only own 10% of the company. But it's 10% of something that I would never did. All it took me nine more years to do. This is the ego with a lot of people when I talk about ego. They don't understand teamwork. You know, 
you look at it as it's only 10%. But it's 10% of something that you couldn't have done in a very long time. And this is what I'm trying to get at. This is the power of group economics and teamwork. And I'm telling you, a person that understands this will speed up their process. A lot of times people always ask me, Q, how many businesses do you own? I tell them a few, right? The reason why I have been successful in business, truth of the matter, is because of the fact that I understand teamwork. A lot of people want to get to levels, right? Not understanding, it comes with a lot of headaches. It comes with a lot of sacrifice. It comes with a lot of you putting your ego and your pride aside. So let's put our ego and pride aside and understand that our goal is to build our team. And I'm going to tell you something about this thing called team. And for those who agree with me, understand this. The people that you may want to be in positions to help you get to those levels, they may not look like what you thought. Just like a lot of people, husbands and wives. They may not look like what you thought. See, the whole concept of that is understanding that I'm not looking for a person because we're cool. I'm looking for a person that understands my vision and understand the goal and know the role that's needed to get us to those levels. See, I'm not going to go search for somebody just because we grew up together. I'm not going to call my cousin who I know don't really want to help. I'm not doing that. But what I will do is I will find people who think like me, who understands the mission, who understands the goal, and we're going to build it together. Why? Because if Tyler go gets the wood, Chris go get the nails, Kenzie go gets the hammer, Dre creates the blueprint, and Q ultimately tell us how to put it together, it sounds like we just built a house. And the problem with a lot of people is they don't understand that everyone has a role. And by understanding teamwork is how you can ultimately position yourself to a better position. If you don't get this concept, you're going to always understand that talent without chemistry equals no wins. Let me say that one more time. Talent without chemistry equals no wins. You can have a very talented team, but if no one's working together, you're going to lose. And I'm going to break it down one more time. I'm going to say this story real quick. There was one time I went to a basketball game, right? The team that I saw, I'm not even going to make it a color thing. I'm going to just say one of the teams was less athletic, right? One of the teams was very athletic. You had a team who wasn't athletic, they were doing layups, right? So they run and doing layups, run and doing layups. The team that was athletic was doing all the crazy dunks in the layup line. It was amazing. I was like, oh, my God. This team is going to slaughter the unathletic team, right? But I'm going to tell you something. Tip off. Of course, the athletic team won because they jump higher, right? But when I watched the game, I started seeing the athletic team fall behind because the unathletic team played so together. There was no ego on an unathletic team. The unathletic team know we needed each other to beat this team, right? Every person on the athletic team believed that they can win by themselves. So look at that logic. Every person on the athletic team believed 
that they can win by themselves. So you have five players on the court playing for their own stat line. Then you had a team on the other side, all unathletic, all five of them playing together with the same common goal, same mission, same everything. Willing to sacrifice for the ultimate goal was to win, right? At the end of the game, the score was 100 to 50. In my mind, I would have thought the 100 points was the athletic team, but it wasn't. It was the unathletic team that beat them. And when I say they beat them, they beat them so bad that they were embarrassed. And they were embarrassed because, again, talent without chemistry wins no chips. You ain't winning no championship unless you understand that you need a team. Whether it's your wife, whether it's your husband, whether it's the people that you find along your mission and your journey, you pull it together and you make it make sense. That is the ultimate way to cheat life. Pooling, understanding your team. I'm going to tell you something. Teamwork wins the dream, makes the dream work. And without a team, ain't nothing going to happen. Till next time, I'm Q the Boss. Follow me on all social media platforms. At QDABOSS516, Q-D-A-B-O-S-S-516. Go follow me on Instagram at QDABOSS516. Also, follow the TikTok, QDABOSS516. And lastly, follow the YouTube channel at Empowered Dynasty. I'm telling you something. I'm dropping gems, I'm dropping jewels, and I'm living by what I talk. I built myself out the mud, and you guys can do the same. Until next time, do me a favor. We ain't letting nothing go over our head. <laughs>